Hi, Erin and I are very excited to have Malik and Adna here with us. Malik is a teaching pro at the Raleigh Racquet Club, and his wife, Adna, is a 2-5 who just started playing tennis a couple years ago and loves it. Malik is a 5-0 player and in 2015 was named the USTA Player of the Year. He has lived all over the world, has served in the military, and I found this really interesting that he is a self-taught tennis player. In other words, he has the most interesting tennis background ever. (laughs) So Malik, can you tell us how you started playing tennis? My dad started playing uh, when I was 13, 14, and uh, so I got a late start, put it that way. Um, but he started playing and I followed him to his practice matches and played around with the other kids that came with their parents and, uh, just kind of stayed into it. Uh, went to Korea in 86 and, uh, girls volleyball, tennis and cross country came together. So I decided, uh, I I think tennis would be the best. I couldn't play (laughs) girls volleyball. And, uh, I hated running. So cross country was out. So, uh, I, 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 held in with tennis and uh you know no strokes no teaching you know all my dad would said was if you bend your knees you can hit the ball hard as you want i, I guess i tried it and i guess it worked that i played uh number three on the team and uh won the conference at number three in korea which uh hey. was uh pretty exciting and then came back to the states and started playing and kind of took off from there so so bend your knees. Okay, I'm going to remember that <laughs> we have to do is bend our knees aaron we bend your knees and hit really hard and we can be like and Anna, you're you're his wife but how did you start playing you know it was just one of those things i was driving on false of news and they had the signs for try tennis one fall and um you know i was looking to do something new and it was like a two for one like two people could sign up for that one rate and i told my sister I said, let's try it out. It's three weeks. If we don't like it, we walk away. I think it was less than $100. Yeah. And uh, if we like it, you know, we'll see where it goes. Well, here I am two, two and a half years later, yeah. deep into it. Yes. <laughs> Never looked back. Is that how you met Malik? Yes. Malik was my, yeah, now Malik was my try tennis coach. <laughs> <laughs> I always say student teacher problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, this is through Raleigh, and of course, people listen to this podcast all over the country and all over the world, but I'm sure there's other programs out there like it. It's really cool. It's like $60 for a couple, three to six sessions or something. I think you get a racket, yeah, Some, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. there's, it's, it's such an amazing program. And I know so many people in our area that have started with that. And then just like you, Adna, are just obsessed from day one and then just, you know, continue and go up the rankings. So I think it's just a huge plug for that program. And I'm sure other programs around the country. Um, So for someone who's listening and may want to start playing other than maybe in something like that, although I feel like people should seek out those types of programs, um, maybe back to Malik, what would you recommend um, how how someone should get started in tennis? Well, just uh, get off the couch and... (laughs) Get a racket and balls. I'm sure there's some some people having with dust in their garages. But you know, just go out on a court and see if you like the game. I mean, it's it's a good game. It lasts forever. Just about you can play till ninety ish. You know, yeah. As long as your health is good. But uh, like you said, it, there's no better way than try tennis. I feel just because I've done quite a bit of try tennis at Raleigh Racket Club. You got to get up off the couch and just go out and try to hit the ball. See, and it's frustrating. 
<laughs> but you know, and yes, it was, yes. but it, but it, it's also it's also very like you know if you're very competitive, you'll want to be able to learn how to do it. So you know you that might you know the bug might get you there. But um yeah, yeah a lot of people now it's kind of hard to say get out there and play some tennis. You know, in this heat, you know nobody wants to get out there and just eat and play. But but it's, it's a fun game, and uh, I, I think it's it'd be well worth your time to go out there. Yeah. Try it at least, and I think getting getting out in the heat is better than getting out in the snow or the really super cold. So, yes, yeah. it, it is a sport that can be done. Yeah, it's a sport yeah, that can be done for yeah. a lot of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of months. And I was the same way as you, Adna. I'd never touched a racket till I was forty. Just took a couple lessons, caught the bug, and I think so many people do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. I was just going to add from like a, from some, from a student, a graduate of tried tennis, there really isn't like any uh, commitment until you determine you like it. Right. If you go to like any gym or other sports, you're kind of, you have to dive in head first and then you're stuck for a season or whatever the term is. But here it's like three to six weeks. You don't like it. You walk away. You like it. You keep going. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Great. That's great. Okay. So Malik, you deal with adult recreational players like us. Um, what can beginners yeah. <laughs> do to get better? Um, keep playing, keep playing. Uh, tennis is a repetitious sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get out and hit a ball a thousand times. You know, some be- people go out twice a week and wonder why they can't get better. You, you know, you, you got to hit a thousand tennis balls. You can't just Mm-hmm. You know, go out once or twice a week and say, why am I not Serena or Agassi or Sampras <laughs> yet or somebody like that? You got to get out there and practice. Um, find somebody who's just as energetic and wants to go out and play also and, and just get out, just hit a whole bunch of tennis balls. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe a few lessons w- would help. You know, a lot of clinics help. Clinics help because then you get, you get to go with your friend and and have fun. But then I also recommend taking maybe a private lesson and then go back to clinic and see, you know, as you get more clinics in, then, then your individual lessons, you'll see how much better you are when you come back to clinic, you know, from your individual lessons. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow, I'm, I'm getting better than these guys, the ones that only do clinics. So um, right. I just kind of recommend just getting out there and just hitting the ball over and over again. Play, play as much as you can or your body or your time can, will allow you to do. I agree with that. There's people that we know that have been, um, you know, a certain ranking for five, six, seven, eight years in a row. Mm -hmm. And then some Mm -hmm. that like move up the rankings really quickly. And those are the ones that I see out there all the time. And then the other ones that just kind of sit at whatever level they are, are like, Hmm, Mm -hmm. I've been playing longer than that person, but that person got significantly better quicker because of exactly what you just said, which is just Mm -hmm. getting out, you know, trying almost every day. I used to hit with a ball machine. That's when I was two five, yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> That's so boring now, but <laughs> it really helps. You really get to work on your strokes, you know, just having a ball fed to you, you know, and it's a great workout, but yeah, it's I'll not as you, fun as being with your friends, but it's still good, you know. It is, but uh, Raleigh Racket Club's ball machine court that we have, it's from 8 o'clock till sundown. sundown, it's packed. Wow. So, born as it may be, it's being used quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and yeah, you get, you get the same ball every single time, 
and and that's good. But like I said, I do recommend you get a, a different ball. Like if somebody was mm-hmm. feeding it to you or hitting it to you because of different spins and yeah. different heights and, and speed of the ball. So yeah, a live ball is a lot different. Than- yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we don't know where we're going to hit it. So that's what I always say. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to hit it. So I don't know how my opponent is going to figure out where I'm going to hit it. So that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and um, Adna, it sounds like you just, um, I don't know how many seasons you've been doing USTA leagues now, but I know you have joined a lot of teams because you have a bug, <laughs> which we all do. Yeah. Um, so w- when did you do that? Did you do that pretty soon after? Did you take like se- several months of clinics? When did you just no, jump in? No, I did. First? No. Um, so I did try tennis the fall of 18. And so I've done two full USTAC. This will be my second one, actually, because COVID kind of killed last year. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, you know, a lot of the pros, including Malik, they push for just get out there and play. And so when I was done with try tennis that fall, you know, I started taking clinics, which is, I'll add, it's great because tennis is a social sport. And so it's at those clinics that you'll really meet some great people um, and people that you'll want to hit with and practice with. Right. And then eventually form teams. And so that spring, we're like, you know what, let's just do it. What's the worst that can happen? You know, you know, we zero out every single game. You know, I said, you know, we have nothing else to worry about. So we joined that spring. We did lose every single match. It was a little heartbreaking because we weren't used to that. But um, I mean, <laughs> I never went back, you know, and, and Malik's a big advocate yeah. to just get out there and play, you know, you can do clinics, you can do lessons, you can do the ball machine, you can even set up hitting times, but there's nothing like a real competitive live ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and he's always telling me, just get back out there, get back out there and hit that ball. This is my second USTA season and I'm loving it. <laughs> Have you won a match yet? Yeah, this season, I think last time I looked, my record was like 18-5. I was telling Malik for this, yeah. Yeah, for this season. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She went from a year of losing to a year of winning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Carolyn and I are in the losing years right now. Right, Carolyn? Yeah. We're in the losing yeah, yeah. years because we got bumped up. <laughs> so I'm hoping next year. Next year. We all have them. No worries. <laughs> We really appreciate Malik and Adna speaking with us. There's a part two to this episode where Malik will tell us what to do about bad line calls and also what you should do if you get really frustrated. If you'd like to contact Malik, we have his contact information in our show notes. Also, if you'd like to see a picture of Malik and Adna, please check out our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. 